This episode, we are doing a surprise shot for Danny, a.k.a. Moon. Moon. This Danny. This is a, a specific Moon. request. D-A-N-I, Danny. Danny. Moon. And she also had um, requested a, a story to, for us to cover, but we've actually already done it. It's the Junko Furuta story. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I'd do it again. <laughs> um, And so she said that's one of her favorite cases of all time. And so um, she requested this shot, mm. um, kind of, I guess, an accompaniment for, for it, but... Everyone keeps asking for Baileys in their shots. I know. The next one I have teed up is as well, but we'll have to save that for next time. <sighs> Surprise shots, surprise shots. We don't know what they are, cause they're a surprise. What the fuck? Why do you keep putting shit in the fucking shots, man? It is a request. Yeah, I, that was not a good one, though. Why is this sour? What the fuck? It's lemon and Bailey's. What is in that thing? I kind of liked it. It was actually lime juice and Bailey's. Oh, I don't, okay. And is it's there, called a cement mixer. Can we find out? Are you fucking Is there a way <laughs> to not make Bailey's do that? I don't because know. The other one didn't get to that type of consistency, but I think it might have been the acidity with the, yes, the lime juice. I, Mine there was didn't. literally a solid in our last oh, shot. Oh, I know, but this one, like, there was a, like, that's a solid. flaked out. That is also like, a solid. Mine. This was more the gelatinous fuck? than the last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, Still, yeah. it's, you're not supposed to... All right, well, I really don't enjoy yeah shots with Baileys, so... Please no absinthe, please no Baileys, unless it's straight Baileys or flavored Baileys. But anything that Baileys gets congealed with, no thank you. I'm That's fucking gross. Who requested that? Danny, a.k.a. Moon. All right, so tell us about what we talked about last time with uh, Eileen Warnos. She w- was picked up by a man on the side of the road, and he went to rape her, and she killed him with a gun. She shot him, and then... Kicked him out of the car and then shot him dead. And that was kind of her claim was that she was only killing because he was raping or her. someone who like gets too aggressive with her because she is a prostitute. Yeah. So last week we talked about Eileen Warnos and how she was a hitchhiking killer prostitute. And we had went in depth of the killing of Richard Mallory, who turns out as we got to talking about it. And I showed you guys that he was an abuser of women himself. So no one doubts that that uh, Richard Mallory didn't rape her. No one doubts that. In fact, in the movie Monster, you can see that first scene or one of those first scenes where he ties her hands to the steering wheel and then forces something up her. And then when she's ripped open back there, he takes some rubbing alcohol and splashes it like all over her. She screams. And then she's like, you motherfucker, you motherfucker. Like that. You mm-hmm. guys remember that movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she gets free, grabs her gun. And that's the first time she's killed. And that's that's true. That's that's pretty accurate to how that happened, as we read from her own her own words. So that's what we talked about last week. I, this is a quote from the book that we're reading tonight. It's called Monster. This guy, and he is a uh, detective, investigative detective. He says, quote, in just over a year, Lee Warnos had scattered a trail of middle-aged male corpse across the highways of central Florida. Fucking crazy to think about, right? What she's reading now is from her lesbian lover. Do you remember her name? In the movie, her lover is Selby, S-E-L-B-Y, but that's not her real name because... 
she was never convicted of a crime. She never served any time. So I think they changed her name for that. But do you remember her name in real life? No. You remember what she looked like, right? Yeah. Very different from the movie. Yeah, very different. But her name is Tyria. T-Y-R-I-A. She, Lee, came home early one day in December with a two-door Cadillac with tinted windows and a gator plate, a Florida number plate on the front. We used this car to move from Ocean Shores Motel to an apartment on Burley Avenue. Later that night after I came home from work, Lee told me she had shot and killed a guy that day. She later told me she had covered his body with a piece of carpet and left the car in some woods off John Anderson. And when we moved in on Burley, she had gotten some things in which she showed me something with the name Richard on it. She gave me a gray jacket and scarf, which I believed she had gotten from that car. Do you guys like this? Nicole did this for me. I don't know if you all can see it. The shelves. It's like she, uh, well, I put the shelves up, obviously, because I'm a man. I think I'm going to go to the Walmart and see if that is, that Funko Pop doll is still there. Because I think, I thought you would like it. The Mike Myers one. Is this another thing that you were like, I was going to buy it, but I'm not. (laughs) But now you're telling me. You mean the Halloween, Michael Myers? not Austin Powers. Michael Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Well, I was kind of like, why would John want that? Yeah, but now I get it. Okay, yes. Yes, John would want that. You have a Johnny Bravo pop? Dude, and they call them pops? That's kind of cool. Yeah, I have um the you know I the dog, the this is fine the dog that's oh, in my office. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's People a good used one. to call me Johnny Bravo all the time because I have like a freakish, freakishly big upper chest. It's not like muscle. It's just weird, unproportioned. I don't think it's unproportionate. <laughs> yeah, no. She's fucking hitting on me right in front of you. You're not going to do shit. <laughs> What's unproportionate is like the size of my (laughs) mouth. Like I have a very small mouth. Like I said, she's fucking hitting on me. (laughs) Oh my God, no. Uh, Everyone that's on the live chat just like shook their head at your, that that last. (laughs) Oh shit. All right. We're starting right here tonight. Ocala. Oh my gosh. That's where my grandmother lived. I was just there a couple of weeks ago. You were. And by a couple of weeks, I mean a couple of months. Oh, fuck. Oh, my aunt lived there too. It's horse country. But downtown Ocala is really cute. Like Silver Springs area is really cute downtown. They have a few breweries over there. Florida's not cute. This part was, and I agree with you. Mostly it's not. Just read the headline. I can't figure this out. Jupity. (laughs) Jupity. 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 (laughs) Jupity. What the fuck? This is why I read the things. Go ahead. Jupiter missionary disappears. I'm going to call it Jupiter. Can you read the sub headline? Abandoned car found near Ocala. No trace of missing retiree. This paper comes from, and this is 1990. I believe this is in July. This is before they knew who Eileen Warnos was. And how many has she killed? I told you last week. Seven. Damn. You thought that I would forget because I don't pay attention, you think? But I do. (laughs) You're the one that doesn't pay attention when other people are talking. What killer have we cover that's also from jupiter florida the lobster claws <laughs> johnny lobster yeah i might redo that story those stories like that are fucking the great. drink for that one was really good do you remember the rock lobster yeah it was blended i might so let's good. let's since i took all those other episodes off i mean not for you guys if you if you're on live chat now and you have not done the rss feed dude you're missing out that's just ad free and you get all the episodes on there but we took them off because we've, we've had, like, some stalker situations. So we decided to take a, a lot of them off. Anyway, so, but I, I want to do those old stories again. Like, redo them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
all right fuck i'm kind of drunk when so. you when you redo them do you want us to react like we haven't heard them or do you want us <laughs> no, to react no. like we have heard them we can try to pretend no i may not remember some of them depending yeah. on how drunk we were hopefully i do them better than i did four years ago because if they're worse <laughs> i think i might as well quit we're not quitting we're too far in now yeah we're too invested oh also guys i'm driving up to to massachusetts this week if anyone is along the way i don't know if i'll be able to stop but i'm just letting you know okay <laughs> away from her car window. Away from the, the window on 95 <laughs> oh someone so is over here hey uh so peter sims was murdered the 8th of june 1990 uh, before i go any further i need to say last week last week i kind of led you in the direction of eileen warnos is misunderstood she's killing men that are raping her and is that really that bad she's just doing self-defense that's not exactly the case yes richard mallory did rape her violently and i would imagine she had ptsd from that moment so every time she gets in another john's car that's what she's thinking of because in a lot of her her uh, interviews, she says he was going to rape me, and she's very fearful of that. However, about half of these guys weren't even picking her up as a prostitute. They were picking her up because she's a woman walking on the highway. And this is in the 90s, and people didn't pick people up in the 90s yeah. because of what happened in the 80s. In the 70s. Yeah, in the 70s. Well, the 80s, well, as serial killers. Right. Yeah. So people really didn't pick people up in the in the 90s. So if you stop for someone in the 90s, they have to be what? Very non-threatening, mm-hmm. right? So that is why. Anyway, Peter Sims and a lot of these other guys weren't even planning on paying her for sex. They just were being good Samaritans, which, you know, that's fucked, obviously. But you got to remember, in her head, she may have thought they were going to rape her because she does have PTSD from this. Like, I don't doubt she did. Well, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, um, if she was if. If she was fearful or having traumatic flashbacks of what was happening, why would she continue to hitchhike? Because she needs money. Was it a way for him to, was it a way though for her to try to pick up men? She's a hooker. Okay, right. But, but, okay. So if they're not picking her up for sex, why would she go into their car? She doesn't know that at the time. You you can't be like, hey, are you you stopping because you want to bang me or you just picking me up to be nice? You, You can't do that. It's like, hey, when she gets in the car, you know, because cops and stuff, when she gets into a car, she's like, you know, I'm just going up 95. I'm And she would always pull out like a fake picture of her kids or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to make some money, man. Maybe you can maybe you can help me make some money, man. You know, like nonchalantly leads to it. But you can't do that. when Someone just rolls down the window. You know what I'm saying? This isn't like pretty women. Yeah. OK. I mean, that makes sense, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I guess. Have never been in this situation. It's yeah, well fortunately, I have not been in this situation. I hope that I don't ever have to be in that situation. But or pick up a prostitute. Hey, yeah, yeah, men can be prostitutes too. Or <laughs> yeah. sex, excuse me, sex workers. They can also be sex workers. A man's got to eat, Julian. <laughs> Trailer park boys. <laughs> Randy, are you prostituting yourself for cheeseburgers again? <laughs> This is what Eileen Warno says about the Peter Sims murder. Oh, let me see. Third guy. I had a problem with, uh, let's see. I think the next one's the one. He was a Christian guy or something. I, I didn't know he was a Christian guy. He was nude. This one in Georgia, I think, he had his 
He had he took a sleeping bag, took it out in the woods, and when he, we got nude, I had taken my bag with me at that time because I said, well, if we're going to go out in the woods, I'm not going to give him an, an opportunity to rape me. And that's the time the guy gave me a problem, too. And so I whipped out my gun and said, you, you know, I, I don't want to shoot you. He said, he didn't say anything. He just looked at me and said, you fucking bitch. And I said, and I said, no, you're going to rape me because he was getting physical with me. And I knew, and he, and he said, fuck you, bitch. And started to come at me. And he was, you know, trying to get the gun from me and stuff. We were struggling on that one. And he tried to get the gun from me and stuff. We were struggling with the gun and everything else. And a couple of bullets shot up in the air. And finally I ripped it away from him. And I had the gun in my left hand and I put it back in my right hand and I shot him immediately. And I'm positive the only one in Georgia is the missionary guy. I remember the missionary guy. I shot him once. That was a good Southern accent. Thanks. So also when she's confessing, because she has recanted and changed her story numerous times, but it is well known. And we're going to do you guys ultimately know what happened to Eileen Warnos? Yeah, she died. How? Execution. In prison? She was executed. Yeah. Okay. It is very well known. And this is the this is the controversial That's a good word. Part for it is that her mind was slipping. She was and you can see in the interviews she's given. Her she I don't know what it was, dementia or some early st- stage dementia, but her mind was basically gone when they killed her, when they executed her. Which, you know, it's kind of you don't do that. We we don't do that as a society. You don't Right. I mean, right? Like we don't really that's not right, right? You even if they kill somebody if they're if they're not with it, you can't execute them. Well, yeah, I mean even I mean, the I people, don't know. Well, even people who do not plead insanity often not often but have been sentenced to um, you know, mental um, mental facilities, um, you know, or have longer sentences where they're not mm-hmm. executed. Yeah, so that's... I mean, the... as a society, though, it's happened yeah. many yeah. times. Plus, so... she's a woman, so there it was a lot of controversy, Which is... controversy over her execution. Yeah, well, a- interesting anyway that they would execute a woman. I mean, I guess if you're, you know, going, uh, you know, women can be executed just like men can be executed because what's the difference between a man and a woman? But traditionally, I feel like they didn't execute women. How many women have been executed in the United States? I don't know. Not that many, right? Lavinia Fisher was. Well, yeah, Lavinia Fisher was. But that was also in the 1800s, and which was not too far off from the 1600s when they were just killing women for being witches. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, was she... Are they trying to say that she wasn't in her right mind when she yeah. mur- when, no, she, no. when the murders happened? She was in the right mind when she murdered those people, but when she was going up for execution, she wasn't in her right mind. Well, I mean, if she was sentenced for execution when she, when her trial was and she was in her right mind during the trial and when she was sentenced, that's one thing I feel like. Mm. Did they have an appeal? Because, I mean, death row is a really long time. There's so, no guarantee. Uh, like, you could make that argument about no, other... No, they, they got her pretty quickly. So, w- w- I think it was like 10 years or something. But, and I want to say... I mean, that's a long time. The thing... Well, people sit on death row for 40 fucking years. Yeah. Anyway... People the, die on death row, too. The thing with this is people yeah, believe... Natasha, that's exactly exactly what I was thinking about the Joe Arity case. Oh, oh yeah. God, that was, that was a, the most heartbreaking that fucking was a case. One. We should redo that. No, one. <laughs> I cannot stomach that one again. That was heartbreaking. All right. So anyway, let me move on. 65 years old and no one knows if these guys picked them up for prostitution or whatever. You, you can't really trust what 
Eileen said, but you ultimately don't know, right, what happened. 65-year-old Peter Sims, him and his wife were missionaries in a group called Christ is the Answer. Why he, did I think that when you were reading that and she said the missionary guy, I thought you were she was talking about the sex position? Yep. Yeah, I did too, actually. <laughs> the only position you should have coitus in from what the Bible says. Well, I'll let my future husband know that. That's the only one we do. Is that not true? <laughs> Jeff. This is uncomfortable. <laughs> that and that strap on thing. <laughs> but that's you like getting pegged? <laughs> pegged? Yeah, that's what they call it. Pegged? I could actually see that. I don't want to picture it, but I could actually. <laughs> is that where me taking it in the boots? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, not for me. I don't know. I mean, I'll try anything. I'm just going to say I won't try things, certain things. So that's just no. We know that. No. Well, we don't want to burn in hell. So we only do the missionary. Right. Is that like detailed in the Bible? Yes. Oh, other, yeah. Other positions are no go. They don't really talk about yeah, sex in the e- Bible. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not like, the common. No, they just talk about raping in the Bible all the time. Have you right. read the Bible? <laughs> just not recently. Very, very bad. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, John is like, do not recommend right. zero out of 10 stars. Six, 65, the 65 year old that was murdered, Peter Sims, him and his wife were missionaries in a group called Christ is the answer. He met his wife in Hamburg, Germany in 1963. And ever since they've been happily married. So that's a long marriage. Yeah. From 1990, from 1963 is a long marriage. Yeah, 27 of... years. That's correct. She's redeeming herself on the math problem from last time. <laughs> I it's don't correct. know. Is it's it? correct. <laughs> okay. 27 years. Okay. Fuck. God damn. Peter was a, a retired Marine merchant. The newspaper wasn't, my husband's dead, because they haven't found the body yet. The newspaper was missionary husband? gone missing or, or whatever it was. You know, right. it, it was uh, Jupiter missionary disappears. So in that paper. You mean the Jupiter? Ju- Jupiter missionary disappears. So in that paper, the wife says, quote, he was just getting used to retirement. They have two children together. From the book Monster, the one we're reading from tonight, he had found the Lord many years previously. Soon, uh, this is fucking, this, check this shit out. This is a good book, by the way. I recommend it. The book says, he had found the Lord many years previously. Soon, he was to meet the Antichrist. (gasps) Oh, that is so fucked. That's a good tagline for his biography. (laughs) That's fucked. That is, yeah. Is there an Antichrist out now? I mean, it's... (laughs) I don't know. Do you what want me to call my mean? direct line to God? Do, 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 do. Uh, Hello, is the Antichrist arrived yet? Oh, should I prepare? Okay, thank you. Well, my dad thought it was Obama at one point. <laughs> so. I'm sure my dad would agree. Currently, according to my dad, it's Biden, they who is still- also a Catholic. <laughs> oh, dear God. They still talk about Obama. My, <laughs> my, fucking Obama, God damn it. My dad and my aunt got into it the other day, apparently. Oh. My sister texted me said that they were fighting because my aunt texted my dad something along the lines of aren't these um aren't these hearings great about like the insurrection about the about the what insurrection about January 6th when everyone stormed the capitol oh and she was like cuz they're having the the committee hearings right now oh my it. god and so she texted him aren't these committee hearings great and then apparently she called him and then my dad started going off on her because like politics but i don't know why she is like engaging him do in not engage talk. in any i literally talk. okay so the one highlight of when i was home not highlight low light really but when i was home 
literally i had just gone home from the airport i was putting the, together these cups we made cups for the bachelorette party that said um the one i gave my friend said wife of the party and the other ones that for everyone else said the party nice uh, i like it so so we were um my, kyle made mm-hmm. decals and i put them on the cups <laughs> Stop rolling your eyes. I know, no, I'm saying. So you gave the wife, the wife of the party. Did you give like four or five mugs to all the? This is like gangbang. All right, just what'd you say? I don't even. You understand. don't get the joke. It's fine. So, so then my dad comes home and he has Fox News on, of course. And then he comes in. And he starts talking to me. I couldn't even tell you what it was about because I was just trying to like just keep doing what I was doing. And he's like going off and going off and going off. I'm like, are you done? Like, like I just got home. Like, why are you? Why are you going? And it's really upsetting that I realize now it's just his anxiety about the state of the world. Mm. I never realized how how anxious this man was. But he's so anxious, but he just, he won't, he won't shut it off. Like he, he does not have a switch. So then my aunt called him to say like, thank you for your service or something. And then he started going off on her and like, I don't know, they're gotten into a fight. End of story. Go on. Continue. Sorry. Yeah. I don't even remember how I got off on that. Tangent. I don't really, I don't really talk about my beliefs, but I will tell you if you're in goodwill and you find a Donald Trump hat, get that shit because that shit sells for like 120 bucks on eBay. A MAGA hat? Yeah. Or just a Trump hat? <clears throat> well, right? Trump hats. What about it? The eBay. We sell on eBay. Mm-hmm. If you get a Trump hat, they sell for like 100 bucks now, right? I mean, we certain ones that we have that are like authentic. MAGA hats? Uh, yeah. It's like hit like the authentic made in America yeah. with newest tags. So if you see that. You know, let them know and they'll sell it. Yeah, yeah. Happy to resell it. I don't know. I don't, don't really... care for the dude, but hey, resell I mean, it away. You guys know I me. Really I'm know. really independent, but like, it's just I don't know. The whole thing is just upset. I don't know much about any of that shit. I know a lot about true crime, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I like this shit. Anyway, um, where are the fuck are we? How did we get talking about that? Oh, the Antichrist. Yep. <laughs> That's we, how, we that talk, is exactly how we got there. <laughs> and we talk about politicians after the yeah, it just leads right there. Natural. It's Natural. like that, isn't it? Don't they say something like if you go to any YouTube video, it's like 12 comments down, there's always uh something relating to Hitler or something. <laughs> like, what the we should go down it's and like count the, all the comments. This man, Peter Sims, drove a 1988 gray Pontiac Sunbird. Ooh, those are nice. Yeah, but if you remember the movie Monster. Here's a cool little fact if you're ever watching Monster around some friends. Maybe we should watch it after. And you don't want them to, or you want them to know (laughs) how much you know about serial killers. You can say, well, in real life, that car, the car they were driving is red in the movie, Mm. but it's not. It's obviously silver or gray, you know, but it is the same car. Peter Sims is dead. And the MO, which I'll get to later, is Lee always takes the car. She always cleans the car and everything else. And I'll get to. But for a little time, but for the for a temporary period of time, they are riding in the car from location to location. They roll this car, flipped it near Orange Springs in Florida. Rhonda and Jim Bailey were sitting on their porch. And this is depicted in the movie Monster. But their true names were Rhonda. What did I just say? Rhonda and Jim Bailey. They were making lemonade and enjoying the sunset when they witnessed this car flip over and it flips over like 10 times. In the movie, they don't go through all that. It just kind of careens off the road. But this car flips and flips and flips and ends up in this this couple's yard, Rhonda and Jim Bailey. So they run out there and it's like, 
oh my God, are you guys okay? You know, oh my God, let me call an ambulance. Then Lee gets out and says, no, 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 we don't have insurance. Please don't call anyone. It's fine. It starts up, you know, and then they end up calling the police anyway. So this elderly couple, they observe these two women clamber out of the car. Lee's arms were all cut up. Okay, now they did, after this incident, release composite sketches of both Tyria and Lee. And this is them right here. This shows, this is one of the things that shows that Tyria was more involved than she led police to believe. Because most people don't think she she was because she, she told police that she had nothing to do with it. She didn't even know about it. But this is uh, this comp- composite sketches of both of them. Do you think it's a pretty good match? Um, I mean, it's very rough features. Yeah. I thought Eileen was a little bit hurt. Uh, like, I didn't think her jawline was so angled. Yeah. In the book Monster, it says this. By the time Peter Sims had reached the truck stop at Wildwood. So what he's suggesting, this man who wrote this book is that he just picked up these two women as hitchhikers, not as prostitutes. And they were both there hitchhiking, Mm -hmm. which is in the majority of the cases, which no one really thinks about. They don't think Tyree is involved. Right. However, no one picks up hitchhikers in the 90s. Well, you would pick up two stranded females that look non-threatening. This author thinks that Tyree was with Lee through all the murders because... And this is, I'm going to read this. It is while here, I suggest that he was approached by Lee and Tyria, who had just purchased beer and two koozies. From Wildwood, I suggest that the threesome, Sims, Lee, and Tyria, headed north up I-75, crossed the state line into Georgia and continued on to Atlanta, where they stopped at the Eckard's, Eckerd store. You remember Eckard's? No. They went out of business. You don't remember Eckard's? No. It's like a CVS. I think it's a Southern thing. I remember Brooks Pharmacy, which was barred out by Rite Aid. Which Walgreens bought Rite Aid, too. Did they? No. I thought I saw Rite Aid. Yeah, I saw already when i was home no they did buy them out well because it takes a while for the stores to convert over oh they bought them out but they've been converting the stores over from right aid to guys i forgot to tell you the most unfortunate part of my trip what when i would when i went home after the party Mm -hmm. and we went back to my friend's house we were i was sent out to go get some stuff for margaritas Mm -hmm. naturally jen's task yes correct i was supposed to be in charge of making them yeah so guess what they wouldn't let me buy the liquor what do you mean why i had an out-of-state id what she was like, you can't buy this. You have an out-of-state ID. And my friend who came with me, she was from Massachusetts, and they wouldn't let her buy it because she was with me. Isn't that stupid? Um, I feel like the person, that whoever were, you were buying it from, like, didn't know what the, the fuck they were doing. No, they had a law. They had a, a a thing. They're like, it's Massachusetts state law. And I'm like, bitch, I bought liquor here since I've been, <laughs> since I've been gone. I was I like, I'm from here. I've never heard that I before. I was so mad. I was like, you have gone, you've messed with the wrong You're over patron. 21. One. I am 30 years old, ma'am. Like, I. Yeah, like, so I, you're denied buying she, liquor? Yeah, because I, I didn't have a Massachusetts state ID. I was like, ma'am, I'm from here. I was like, I live here. My parents live here. I've never heard that before. And so, but it was funny because I had a, I had a cran, cran raspberry juice with, with the tequila and I had the triple sec too because I was thirsty. And so I was like, well, I can't at least buy my cranberry juice because <laughs> she took that away from me too. 
And then she was like, yeah, you can buy the cranberry juice. But they wouldn't let me buy liquor because I had an out-of-state ID. She said it's Massachusetts state law. I said, that's bullshit. I, and then and then she had the audacity. She goes, you can go to the liquor store down the street. But so the liquor store down the street didn't have to abide by the I, Massachusetts <laughs> state law? Yeah, it sounds like she didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. I don't know. You're over 21. It's, that's the, it's, a, it's a national, it's a federal I law. I understand that. Okay. Oh, my let, let's God. All right. Let's move on to the next one right quick. All right. I think you just dealt with a fucktard. I think that's just all that she that was. She was like pointing to the paper and everything. She was like, it's Massachusetts state law. I was um, like, I've never heard that, that, is, that before. That is not the law. Charles Humphreys, September 11th, 1990 is when his death date was. This is a another one of those papers I found that show you that they don't know who the fuck's killing them. Murder inquiry without suspects. Police are trying to recreate the last hours of Charles R. Humphreys' life. So they do not know. And a lot of people think that the cops really didn't give a shit. And I, I don't think they did either. Because, for instance, they didn't even take the, the... There were fingerprints all over Peter Sims' car. Because they crashed it and fucking ran, right? They crashed it and ran. There were bloody fingerprints in his car. Bloody fingerprints of a guy that's missing. Thumbprints. They didn't even fucking run the thumbprint. That would have... You know, because she's been arrested plenty of times. Her fucking thumbprint is in the system. Neither did the, the local county police department nor the Florida State Police Department run the bloody fucking fingerprints in, in the damn car. Fucking nuts, right? What the fuck? That's dumb. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. If I made $130, I'd take 30 and give it to her, Tyria Moore. The rest to pay the bills. She always told me, get a motel with a swimming pool because it's so boring here all day long. So I found a place with two swimming pools, a shuffleboard, a lounge, a store with beer. The problem was I wasn't supporting her as richly as she wanted. She always wanted a brand new car or rented one. She wanted clothes. She wanted an apartment with plush furniture. I've got to have my things, she said. So materialistic. I brought home about $300 every two weeks, but it wears you out. Constantly take, talking to all those men, staying up. All right. I also like nice things. Charles Humphreys, he was murdered September 11th, 1990. He was 56 years old. The same day of his 35th wedding anniversary. It's pretty much assumed that he wasn't picking up Tyria or Lee for prostitution. His wife was at home. She was currently in remission from battling cancer. And the cancer had lasted years. Mm. So on on his 35th wedding anniversary to his lovely wife, who is also battling cancer, he is murdered. He And this is the guy right here. He worked at the Florida Department of Health and Rehab Services. He was a former police chief. Now, this is where it starts getting, they start paying attention. Because now you're killing police chiefs. And his specialty now working with the, the rehabilitation services was helping abused and injured children. He had three kids of his own. And this is from his wife, Shirley. Quote, he was always in the driveway 10 minutes after 6. At 6.30, I thought it was car trouble. At 7, maybe he stopped for a beer. At 8, I panicked. I got the highway patrol. The Wildwood Police Department started a search. The next day, my son came. I sat and waited. I woke up at 2.30 the next night. I heard a knock on the door, and I knew right away what it was. His body was found seven days later. It was shot seven times. 
For Shirley Humphreys, the waiting ended at 2.30 a.m. on September 12th with a knock at the door and five sheriff's deputies standing outside. Quote, as soon as I saw their shadows in the door, I knew what it was. You don't spend 35 years married to a cop without knowing what that means. Mm. So now she fucking kills a cop, a retired cop. But still, you know. Did she know he was a cop? Yeah. Well, no, no, not at first. Not at first. The, the wallet was still there. The money was gone and his police badge, which he still kept. It is also depicted in the, the movie Monster. And this is one of those, the uh, inconsistencies with the movie. She shoots this man, Charles Humphreys, or who is supposed to be him. She picks up the wallet. She looks at the police badge and then she's like, ah. And she throws it down and then she she just runs. In reality, she takes the badge and they actually found the badge a couple miles away, thrown into the uh, like a field. And she was probably freaked the fuck out. Obviously, yeah. that, that part is probably true. Right. But she didn't just leave the badge there. She fucking took it and left just the wallet there in the car and everything else. So she was scared as fuck. So she took his badge, but did she take his ID? Like, I feel like if you take the badge, but you don't take the ID, what's the point? I, I don't know. All I know is she took the money and she took the the badge. Interesting. So. Because it's like she wanted to get rid of the badge so they wouldn't. Because at this point, I mean, you have cop and she's following the news. The cops aren't even checking the fucking car for fingerprints. Right. So if they roll up to this scene with his dead body and they look in his wallet and see a badge, they're going to be like, what the fuck? We need to investigate this now. Yeah, but I feel like law enforcement would know if he's a retired cop. It's not like you just don't know. Well, she, a cop. I mean, she's not that smart either. Let's be honest. She well, wasn't very smart. Okay, that's fair, but. Uh, so shot seven times. His body was found seven days later. Let's go over the MO. Let's get, let's get this thing going, man. This is the victim list. You see, we started with Richard Mallory. We covered Peter Sims. He is the. Um, what is that? One, two, three. The fourth victim, and we just did Charles Humphreys. He is the sixth. There's not really an escalation period per se. Mm -hmm. When Richard Mallory ends up assaulting her, she gets it in her mind that she's just going to kill whoever she can. And, I mean, she just shoots him with the same small caliber multiple times, seven or eight shots per because it's not a very powerful firearm. So these are the victims right here, and we're going to go over a couple more. But let me let me talk about the M.O. All right, so the M.O., the money was missing if there was any money, and she claimed that there wasn't hardly any. But she, after that, would clean the cars with Windex and bleach and would—this is weird, too. She would always remove the decals— and the license plate and the license plates. She would remove stickers too. So this guy had a police sticker on his car. She would remove it. Always remove stickers from the car. I think that's smart because you're removing any identifiable information from the car. Well, yeah, yeah, but, but they can the run VIN the number. VIN number. And in fact, this is crazy. Unless she's scratching that shit no, out. No, she's not. But and the and the on the sixth on the on the sixth murder she started crudely placing a little piece of paper over the VIN number. 
Instead but, of scratching it out, like they wouldn't fucking just remove the piece of paper. He, but I mean, I uh, okay. So like the VIN number, I get that. But like if you're driving down the road and you're in a gray Sunfire, how many other gray Sunfires are there out out that were made? You know what I mean? Like it's not like if you had the police sticker on the back of the car, it's like that's clearly his vehicle. But no, if you're driving down the road, she's no no. Excuse me, I, I think I misspoke. She's only doing this after she dumps the car. So she drives the car for a week or so or and it does escalate as far as time period so there'd be a day you know and the final murders that go by and she finds another john to kill but she only does this wiping down the cars when she's dumping them and she dumps them in the wilderness somewhere okay then she wipes down the car with windex and bleach however the bloody fingerprints came from the pontiac but that was just wrecked and they had a fucking run they also found a receipt from that gas station which the, the gas station attendant was like, yeah, there were two females in here, which kind of proves that fucking Tyria was also fucking there. I don't know. Anyway, and the, the gas station clerk saw the fucking guy in the car. So he was waiting on them. Like, okay, she was fucking there. I don't care who you are. She was fucking there. Anyway, the, the actual store clerk recognized both of the ladies hmm. from the composite sketch. She was supposed to call law enforcement. And we're talking about the receipt found in Peter Sims car. We're kind of going back, but hookers are not allowed in Florida gas stations. So then that's, that's verbatim from the, the Florida law there. That's what it said at the time. Like it, how do they know? Well, I mean, I guess you see them. I mean, cause they pick up a lot of Johns at truck stops and stuff like that. So you see them out there anyway, they're not allowed in Florida gas stations, but so she didn't call anyway. She did see a male victim, Peter Sims, who was driving the car. So Tyria was definitely there. End of fucking story. All right. His personal things were found 18 miles from his body. Yada, yada, yada. All right. We're, we're going over the MO, guys. This is like where she is killing and everything else. So this is her route right here. So you see the bodies found are blacked out. And you see the four of those were never found. I hope you guys like this. But I want to talk about her married life growing up. In 1974, she was arrested in Jefferson County, Colorado. She was using an alias, Sandra Kretsch, K-R-E-T-S-C-H. She was 18 at the time. She was arrested for disorderly conduct. She's been arrested a lot. She was also arrested for drunk driving and firing a 22 caliber pistol outside of a moving car. This is before she started murdering or being like a full-time prostitute, right? A millionaire named Louis Gratz Fell found Lee when she was 20 years old. And how do you think they met? This is him right here. Oh. So he's a millionaire, which makes her a millionaire. How, how do you think they met and how long do you think they were married for? Three years until he died. And well, then, no, she would just be rich then. She would have got all the wealth. Not necessarily. What do you if think? If he didn't Nicole? put it in her, in his, if he didn't put it in his will, then she wouldn't get it. What do you think, Nikwiz? I'm going to say less than a year. Oops. And what was the other question? How did they, they meet? Uh, how did they meet? She was his secretary. <laughs> I don't know. He picked her up. He picked her up hitchhiking. <laughs> They're married for one month. <laughs> Less than a year. Wait, he did pick her up? Yeah, she was hitchhiking. Oh, we were both <laughs> like a pretty woman situation. Yeah, yeah, she was hitchhiking and he picked her up and he just like, damn, she's a young piece of ass and I'm uh, I'm old bread and you know, it still works every once in a while. Just pop a couple of them blue pills and I fucking go all night. 
And that's what happened. For a month, he was going all night until she fucking almost killed him. <laughs> because he was going almost all night? No, uh, because she's a fucking maniac. <laughs> so she was 20 years old and he was 69 years old. He was probably like, 69, it's time for me. Pop them blue pills, go all night. He picked her up hitchhiking. This is from the book. Quite what was going through Lewis's mind at that time, thinking with the parts he hadn't used for several decades. Nevertheless, he offered Lee his hand in marriage, which she accepted in a heartbeat. And after buying her a very expensive engagement ring, they were married in Kingsley, Georgia. Did this, she keep the ring? Because she could have used that to get some money. Uh, well, she she pawned everything. She, in the month they were married, actually drained his bank account quite a bit. Hmm. Depleted it, almost. They got married two months after her 65-year-old real grandfather died. Which is crazy because he's 69. Oh. <laughs> so. That's what Sydney said. Wine died in 69. <laughs> Age and sexual position. Yeah. But look at her, man. She's fucking doing it. If she just wasn't such a goddamn psychopath, she would have fucking, you know, been all right. We would have been doing a different story. But that's her on a yacht. Yacht murder to me. I just made that up. Pretty cool. <laughs> look at him. He's Jen's like, the fuck? I came up with this five years ago. Legit. <laughs> Every once in a while, she goes over there and just checks his pulse to make sure he's still breathing. <laughs> fucking old. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm getting old, too. 69 is not that old. I know. Anyway, that's her as a millionaire. (laughs) Fucking nuts. Stupid. (laughs) I want a boat. She actually sent the newspaper clippings of her being married to everyone in her hometown that used to make fun of her. (laughs) That's kind of how she is, right? She liked, and she in the paper, she would highlight things like, he is the president of a yacht club kind of shit. On July 13th, she goes out by herself to Bernie's club and she's clad like weekend with Bernie. Yeah, she's cladly dressed, quote, with a figure many women would die for, clad in an off the shoulder top, a micro mini skirt and thigh high boots. Lee was as hot as a kitchen stove, end quote. I don't think she was fucking hot. Anyway, she got drunk. And, and she says a lot when she talks about herself getting drunk. She says, I was drunk royal. Like, you know, royally drunk. I was drunk royal. I don't fucking. So she was drunk royal. The manager tried to throw her out. She takes a fucking cue ball from the, the pool table. And she's like, you motherfucker. She throws it. And she's 20 years old at the time. She throws it with all her might. It barely misses his face. It like pings his eyebrow. Barely misses it. And she threw it with so much force that the ball, the cue ball, the white ball, gets stuck in the wall. Damn. In the wooden wall. It's just stuck there. Instead of just bouncing up, it's like in the wall. That's crazy. <laughs> So she was arrested for assault and battery. She was charged with several of her existing warrants that she had skipped town from. Remember, she was in Colorado. That's when things started going downhill for the marriage. She, to him, was just a piece of ass. He was old dust. She got bored. They began fighting. She gave him a black eye. So he did what he always does to his other wives. And, you know, I get it, but it didn't work in this case. His other wives, it worked. He's like, okay, you want to black my eye and scream at me? I'll just cut your allowance. (laughs) Holy fuck. That's fair. (laughs) All right. 
This from the book, quote, after considering the plan overnight, breakfast came, dressed in his gown, his feet warm in his furry slippers. He got as far as saying, I will stop your alap when she beat him up with his walking cane oh, and, man. and pointed a meat skewer uncomfortably close to his throat. That mar- that marriage officially ended. <laughs> I'd say. Yeah, it did. As soon as they got married, it ended. Respond, and this is from the, the divorce proceedings, 19th July, 1977. Quote, respondent has a violent and ungovernable temper and has threatened to do bodily harm to the petitioner and from her past actions will injure petitioner and his property unless the court enjoins and restrains said respondent from assaulting or interfering with petitioner or his property. Basically, they said, y'all are divorced and you ain't getting shit. Hit the fucking road. Now she's on the streets. All right. She's on the street. She's fucking broke. She's thinking about suicide. She was just a fucking millionaire like damn goddamn 10 minutes ago. Now she's fucking broke and hungry, thinking about killing herself. She walks into a service station in Edgewater, Florida. She robs the place. She gets arrested. I was fed up with living, she said. I had no car, no money, no family. I had nothing. Struggling seemed senseless. I even tried to join the service, the Army, the Navy, Air Force, but she needed 42 points to pass, and I missed by exactly five points. Wow, they must have lowered it because it's 31 now. Well, I actually got in because I scored two points higher than the minimum. So So you scored a (laughs) you scored a thirty-three? What? Is that what she scored? No, she scored a she scored a thirty seven. Redeeming those math skills. I drank a case of beer and a quarter pint of whiskey. I also took four reds. Librium. I got my boyfriend's car and went to the store. I grabbed a six pack of beer and two Slim Jims. I had $118 on me. I walked up to the counter, put my purse on it. The handle of the gun was sticking out and the woman started screaming like hell about how I was going to rob the store. She freaked out and I said, what the hell? You want a robbery? Then I'll rob your store. Give me your money. (laughs) The clerk handed over $33 from the cash register. I walked out of the store real slowly because I was so drunk and couldn't find my keys. I sat in the car for three minutes looking for them. Then I drove away and started hauling ass down the highway. Then the radiator blew and I had to stop. Then these kids helped me push it to a gas station. I was wearing one of those country hats and I took it off in the shorts. So I was in my bikini. I was trying to alter my description. And that's when the fucking cops arrived. Dude, she says she walks into a gas station just trying to buy some beer and the clerk sees a gun. What are you trying to rob this place? Well, fuck, if you think I'm going to, I might as well. All right. <laughs> Give me your Sure. <laughs> what what do you got? Oh, uh, shit. So she's been, I mean, she gets, I, I'm just going to run through this, like arrested funny. in Key West for forging checks, evading warrants. I mean, she is in and out of the system, but, and we're going to start with this in the next episode. I'm ending this one up now. In 1986, which is when I was born, she met a 24-year-old Tyria Ty Jolene Moore in a Daytona gay bar. Now, she wasn't gay. She was just there to to get a drink. She didn't even know it was a gay bar. But that's where she met her. And this is from her own words. Quote, it was love beyond the imaginable. Earthly words cannot describe how I felt about Tyria. 
I thought Tyria must be taken care of as she herself had never been. The only reason I hustled so hard all those years was to support her. I did what I had to do to pay the bills because I didn't have another choice. I had warrants out for my arrest. I loved her too much. Then the fucking bitch sold me down the river. I hate that bitch. End quote. Mm. We're going to finish it up next week. I'm going to get into Tyria, her background a little bit, talk about a couple more murders, and then we'll talk about her getting executed. Anyway, that's all, man. We got now. Nicole and I are going to be recording this week. Johnny Lama and Lady Lama. So, Lady Lama. All right. Until next time, thank you guys so much. We'll be on Discord later. And if you like this, support us talkmore.com says join and become a stocko yeah become one of our supporters and watch us on live stream every saturday at 1 p.m also we put out episodes every tuesdays and thursdays at 9 a.m eastern standard time nicole and i record an additional sort of segment every tuesdays and thursdays wait yeah every tuesdays okay this is too much shit anyway un- until next until next time good night you lovely lovely people <laughs>